Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. Today I'm going to be talking about some of the top bust candidates at each position. So I'm going to give one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, and one tight end that I think is going to bust and is not going to live up to their current ADP. These could be guys that are getting picked in the first couple of rounds, or maybe guys that are even getting picked later, 8th, ninth round. But wherever they are, I don't think they're going to live up to their expectations and are guys that I would currently be fading in drafts if I was doing them today. If you guys are watching this video and enjoying the content, liking and subscribing would help me out a ton, and I'd really appreciate that. Also, let me know your thoughts in the comments. If you agree that these guys are going to bust, let me know. Maybe if you think another guy is going to have a poor year this year, comment that down below. So let's get into it. The quarterback that I currently have as a top bust option is Ryan Tannehill. He's currently being picked around the number 103 slot which is the number 12th quarterback going off the board. And just a little bit of context, this is about one pick after Tom Brady's going. And in 2020, Ryan Tannehill was pretty impressive. In 2019, Ryan Tannehill had a really solid year and people thought he was gonna regress because he was really touchdown dependent, but he kind of proved that that wasn't really a fluke and performed well again in 2020. He was number 11 in points per game for quarterbacks. But this offseason has been absolutely brutal for Ryan Tannehill. He lost Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith to free agency, and they've only brought in Josh Reynolds to kind of replace those guys, and that's not even close to the same production. Those three players that Ryan Tannehill lost accounted for 1,660 passing yards, which was 43% of Tannehill's passing yards, and 15 touchdowns, which was 45% of Ryan Tannehill's touchdown passes. So right now at quarterback number 12, he basically has to repeat that exact production he had last year where he finished as number 11. And with all these changes, I don't think that's possible. And so I think he really only has room to go down and finish potentially much lower than the number 12 slot. And also, like I mentioned earlier, going one pick after Tom Brady is crazy. You saw at the end of the year, Tom Brady was lighting it up with a full offseason and even more chemistry with all these new receivers, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, all these guys, I think Tom Brady is going to absolutely blow Ryan Tannehill out of the water this year. So Ryan Tannehill is a guy that I'm not going to be targeting in leagues this year. For the running back, I have Chase Edmonds from the Arizona Cardinals. He is currently being drafted at around the 62nd selection, which is the number 22 running back. And this offseason was looking really good for Chase Edmonds. He was lined up to be the starter after Kenyon Drake surprisingly uh, went and signed with the Raiders. But just recently, James Conner signed a one-year deal with the Cardinals. I think a lot of people were really hyped up to have Chase Edmonds be a workhorse this year. But I think what the James Conner signing kind of proves is that the Cardinals just do not trust Edmonds to be the full-on workhorse. He is a great receiving back. Last year, he had 53 receptions for 402 yards and four touchdowns, but he is 5'9", 205, and he really just does not have that goal line size. And as I mentioned in my video yesterday about some of my top sleepers, I had James Conner on that list because I really think that Conner is going to get the majority of these carries. He's going to get the red zone opportunities, and James Conner is being picked over 40 slots lower than Chase Edmonds. 
And when I'm looking at the field of running backs behind Chase Edmonds in the drafts, you have guys like Raheem Mostert, Mike Davis, and Miles Gaskin can be picked about a full round or even more after Edmonds. And I think Mostert, Davis, and Gaskin all have big opportunities right now to lead the backfield that they're in. And Chase Edmonds, I just don't see him being that lead back. I think it's going to be a pretty heavy split with Edmonds being really involved in the receiving game and James Conner being really involved in the running game. And so that's not a type of situation that I want to spend a fifth round pick on. Moving on to the wide receiver position, I have Michael Thomas, who's currently being selected at around the 30th pick in drafts, which is the number nine receiver. And obviously Michael Thomas had a historic 2019. He was the number one receiver, was getting picked in the middle of first rounds in drafts for 2020, but he just really flopped in the 2020 season. He dealt with injuries. The Saints suspended him for fighting in practice. So he played in seven games. He only had 438 receiving yards and caught zero touchdowns. And when I'm looking back at that 2019 season, I think Drew Brees' lack of pushing the ball down the field and his focus on the short passing really lined up perfectly with Michael Thomas's skill set. I think Thomas is a guy, he's not going to burn you down the field, but he's able to win in close. He's able to win on those slant routes, those quick kind of looks. And now Drew Brees is retired, which I think really hurts Michael Thomas. You now have this weird mix of Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. I think Jameis is likely to be the guy, but I don't think Jameis is anywhere near as good for Michael Thomas as Drew Brees was. Plus now you have Taysom Hill in there, who I think is going to be vulturing red zone looks from basically the entire Saints offense. They like to run those option plays on the goal line. I think Taysom Hill is going to have probably at least four or five rushing touchdowns this year. And there are some really, really solid options being picked after Michael Thomas. You have guys like Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones. Julio Jones is being picked a full round after Michael Thomas. So I would much rather have Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, or Julio Jones, as opposed to Michael Thomas, and they're all getting picked even later in the draft. All right, the last player I'm going to talk about is Noah Fant on the Denver Broncos. He is currently being selected at around the 90th pick, which is the number eight tight end. And in 2020, Noah Fant was the number 12 tight end in total points and number 14 in points per game. And When I say that I think Noah Fant is going to bust this year, this is not an indictment on Noah Fant's skills, in my opinion. It's more about his situation with the Denver Broncos. And so last year, Fant couldn't even finish as a top 10 tight end, and that was with Cortland Sutton out. So Fant was able to get much more looks than he would have otherwise, and he really still couldn't break out as one of those top tier tight ends that I think people are still expecting from him. And so if he couldn't do it without Sutton, I don't see Fant standing out on a team that has Sutton and Judy as their top options. And people have to remember Drew Locke, just not a really great NFL quarterback. Locke only averaged 226 passing yards per game last year. And so that's really not enough to support three kind of top receiving options. And I do think my opinion on Noah Fant could change if the Broncos maybe make a trade, if this Deshaun Watson stuff kind of get settled, or maybe they get a guy in the draft and he's going to be their starter. But for right now, I would much rather use this 90th selection on another position and kind of take a shot on a tight end later in the draft. You have your guys like Irv Smith, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, 
were all guys that I think have top 10 tight end potential, but are going to be selected much later than Noah Fant is. All right, guys, so those are four guys that I think are top bust candidates at their position. So Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, running back Chase Edmonds, Michael Thomas at wide receiver, and tight end Noah Fant. I would not be drafting these guys at their current ADPs because I think there's a high likelihood they underperform their expectations. If you guys enjoyed the video, liking and subscribing would help me out a ton, and I'd really appreciate that. Let me know your guys' thoughts in the comments. Who do you think is going to bust on this year that wasn't on this list? And do you agree or disagree with the guys I talked about? Thank you again. See you next time.